Hello, and welcome to Love in the Time of COVID-19. This episode's going to be a little different, because I'm kind of tired. No, actually, let's be real. I'm exhausted. I'm mentally and physically exhausted. And I think a lot of us are experiencing that right now. And I think it's okay that we are experiencing it and that we recognize it and call it out for what it is and give ourselves a break. I've had a rough couple of days. My dog's not doing well. And that, of course, is its own type of heartbreak because they can't really communicate with you. So working on that, trying to make him feel better and figure out what's going on with him, that's a stressor. I got three kids, one graduating high school, one graduating eighth grade, one in college, who's trying to figure out if his study abroad program's going to happen. My senior doesn't even know what graduation's going to look like or whether or not he's going to college in the fall. And my middle schooler, soon to be high schooler, is just kind of trying to figure out how to stay in touch with his buddies and get through online learning, which he's never had to contend with. And I'm trying to get this podcast out. I'm trying to be mom. I'm trying to be friend, uh, you know, all, anything that I can do. And I am tired. The virus has completely shifted the way we live, the way we think, the way we talk. We have new words in our vocabulary. Social distancing. Where the heck did that come from? right? We got to wear masks wherever we go. I'm saying hi to people because I think I know who they are, but you can't see, really. I realize it's probably a boon for celebrities because <laughs> they can cover up and, and maybe people won't recognize who they are and uh, they'll be able to walk free. But what we got going on here, this COVID-19, is some serious business. And while we're doing our best to stay safe and stay healthy, holy shit, it is hard. I got to remember to Purell sanitize my hands. I got to remember that if I touch that, I shouldn't touch this. I got to hope that the person who's coming at me who decided, hmm, I don't actually care about you, Julie, so I'm not going to wear a mask. I got to hope they're not sick, right? Because, yeah, there's a bunch of you selfish pricks out there who aren't wearing masks. Don't even get me started on politics. Oh, huh, too late. I can barely get through the headlines, let alone going deeper into the stories. But you know what I know? More than 84,000 people have died from COVID-19. And somehow, it could have been, should have been, prevented. Right? Ooh, we're winning? We're number one? That's not something to be proud of. It's devastating. There are families devastated by this virus. All you holier-than-thou assholes showing up at City Hall complaining that wearing a mask is somehow infringing on your rights? Let me ask you something. How do you think it feels as a woman when you try to tell me I don't have the right to decide whether or not I can be pregnant and you don't want to wear a mask to save your elderly parent? How do you think it feels for a queer person, when you tell them that they can't be recognized for who they are and somehow you don't want to wear a mask because somebody's kid has asthma and they could die if they got this virus, how do you think it feels for those doctors who've declared yet another person dead from an illness that might have been prevented? Seriously, how? 
You show up at City Hall with your guns. You say having your guns is a God-given right. Well, I don't know if you believe in God. Hell, I don't even know if I do at this moment. But I know that my life is my right. And you don't get the choice to risk it because somehow you think wearing a mask takes away your personal rights. You know where you can stick it, my friend. But do me a favor. Use some hand sanitizer when you're done. <sighs> kind of had to get that off my chest. No more ranting. It's called love in the time of COVID-19, isn't it? So let's do a little bit of love. I think it'll make us all feel a little bit better. We'll take a deep breath or 12. <sighs> Seriously, let's all take a deep breath together. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth and let some of that go. And I am going to reach into the bin for a letter from Grandpa Harold because we haven't actually heard from Grandpa Harold in a while. My grandpa, six foot four, gorgeous head of silver hair for as long as I could remember, wrote these amazing letters to my grandma Selma when he was stationed in Italy in the war. And I'm lucky enough to have them. So I'm going to read one to you now. It's a long one. So sit back and listen in. We're going to head back to Gorizia, Italy, February 26th, 1946. Dearest sweetheart, I know that this stationery is not of the finest, but it is all I have at the moment. I hope you will excuse it, but I want to write a letter to you. I have missed a few days, but I am working at a new job and being kept quite busy. From now on, the mail will be as regular as a clock. As usual, the news is not bad, and also not good. In fact, there is no news to write of. Things out here are at a standstill, and we are all anxiously waiting for some word on the redeployment situation. It seems that it makes no difference how many dependents a person has. It seems that he has to stay here until June or July, before we will get home. Out here they are now being discharged by length of service and the time that one has to be in the army before he gets a discharge is 27 months. Of course, the time element shortens every month, but it will take an awful long time for it to reach my short length of service. In fact, the only thing that I have any hope for is the dependency discharge. I had hoped that by this time we would have heard something about. I hope in your next letter that you will have some very good news. I also hope that maybe in my next letter I will have some very good news. Just hope and pray to God that I don't have to stay the whole month of March in this army. I would love to be home on my birthday. That is the only birthday present I want. To hold you in my arms, to look at you, to kiss you, that would be the biggest present and thrill in my whole life. I hope to God that that time is soon. Honey, I can't tell you how much I miss you. My love for you is still growing. I think there is no end to my love for you. It has no limits or boundaries. It is as big as the world itself. You know that picture I have of you, the one of you and the two kids? Well, I used to leave it on the shelf over my bed, but now, after I get up, I take it with me to the supply office, put it on my desk, and when the day is over, I take it back to the room with me. It seems that I just can't let you stay out of my sight. I want you with me always. When I finally do come home, you can be sure of one thing. I will not let you out of my sight or reach for one second. When I look up, I want to see you. When I put my hand out, I want to touch you. That, I think, will be the nicest feeling in this world for me. The touch of your hand on mine, 
the taste of your lips on mine. That to me sounds like heaven. May the good God up in heaven please send me home soon. How are the kids? I hope to God that they are in the best of health. I miss them very much, but to tell the truth, I miss you more. I hope those kids don't forget me because if they do, I will be heartbroken. I dream of them and you each night. I take you all with me wherever I go. All of you are the biggest part of my heart. I am living just to come back to the sweetheart and swellest family in the world. How are you progressing with the painting of the house? I hope it is coming along fine and that it does not cause you any aggravation. I know it is a very trying ordeal and I hope it comes out the way you want it to. I wish I could tell you how swell I think you are. I don't think that there is any other wife in the world who would go through so much trouble for their husband. You must love me an awful lot and it makes me feel like a million dollars. I only hope to God I can repay you for all the good you have done and been to me. Honey, dear, I haven't written to any of the other folks for a long time. Please call them up, tell them I have been on the move for the last few weeks, and now I am very busy and don't have much time. Tell them all that I will write in the very near future. Give my mom and your mom a hug and a kiss for me. I miss them both very much. Sweetheart, it is time for me to close this letter. I want to repeat that I love you more than words can say or mean. You are my everything, my life and soul. Sweet dreams, sweetheart. Mine will be sweet because they will be of you. Love, Harold. Oh, almost didn't make it through that one. See, don't you feel better? <sighs> I know I do. Thank you, Grandpa. Grandma was really lucky to have you and have that love. That's not all the love we have for you today on love in the time of COVID-19. But first, if you have letters from someone in your past, someone in your family's past, send them. Love in the time of COVID-19 at gmail.com. It would be my honor to read them for you. But here's the more love that I have. I've actually fallen in love during this quarantine. I know. Your ears perked up, didn't they? Mm-hmm. You might actually refer to it as a polyamorous relationship because I've fallen in love with multiple creatures. I mean creatures when I say creatures. First, it's the pair of ospreys that are building the nest on the water a little bit of ways down from where we're staying. And they are incredible, beautiful, magical birds. And they could rip my head off with just one grab. So I respect them immensely, but I am obsessed with them, and I am watching them with binoculars. They have been building this elaborate nest, and it has been really an honor uh, and a just amazing sight to behold. And they fly across our view, I don't know how many times during the day, and the kids, we all just, we love it. it, it so it's amazing. So Ospreys, ah, oh, love you. The next place I go to find cherished ones, loved ones, explore.org explore.org oh yeah talking about online love if you haven't been to explore.org do yourself a favor go there find the live cams and you will be treated to animals from all over the globe live no kidding they actually have cameras set up on osprey nests, eagle nests, 
condors. A condor gave birth. Well, all right, the egg hatched, but whatever. It was really freaking cool because you could watch it as it was happening. There are panda bears that play all day. It's so peaceful to watch. It's so relaxing to watch. And they're adorable and they're hilarious. It makes me feel so good inside. I can end up spending hours just picking different live cameras watching. I actually ended up pulling one of the boys over because I was watching these brown bears trying to catch salmon. Oh my goodness. It was actually salmon that were literally swimming upstream. But when you think about it, you don't you know, you think, all right, they're swimming in the water. No, these suckers were jumping. They practically fly. So watching the bears trying to catch them was really incredible. And we were laughing. We were just having the best time watching. And it it was tricky because we're like rooting for the bears, but then you feel a little bit bad for the salmon, right? But then the bear will grab one, take a chunk out of the salmon and toss it back. And it's really just special to watch. And it is absolutely survival of the fittest. It reminds me that we will do what we need to do to survive this pandemic. Some of us will definitely suffer. But all of us will be transformed. Our friendships are growing deeper. Some of our friendships are ending. Because people are stupid. Yeah. I thought maybe I would edit that out, but I'm not. I'm keeping it in there. People are stupid. So there you go. Check out explore.org. Find your love letter to nature. It's getting me through the long days. Maybe it will help you. If you've got a love letter to share, love in the time of COVID-19 at gmail.com. Remember, please, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Wear your masks. That's it for this episode of Love in the Time of COVID-19. I've got a few interviews lined up, so hopefully you'll join us here next time. In the meantime, I'm Julie Stampler. Stay well. Mm-hmm.